Get out, Ellie. <laughs> oh, gosh. G'day, everyone. Welcome to Wombat Radio. Today we are within view of the Sydney Harbour Bridge and we're speaking with Ellie Evangelista. Five years on <laughs> from the 2016 Ellie you Evangelista. You may remember me. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody should listen to that. It's really... Um, yeah, it's hard. But you listened to it. I did listen to it. And you found it valuable. I did. (laughs) Actually, I only listened to part one. You know this thing about what would you say to your 20-year-old self or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you actually it's your 20-year-old self saying things to you. Yeah, yeah, my 26-year-old self. But did you think about saying things back to... Now? To your 20-year-old self when you were listening and you were like, oh, honey. (laughs) (laughs) No, I would say all the same things, actually. I think. If you ever need to get out of the wind, we can. Oh, I'm fine. That was me recoiling. (laughs) Emotionally. Yeah, not because of the wind or anything. I'm actually at a great temperature, which is important to you. It is very important to me. Yeah, I know that's important to you. I would be insulted if I had a guest who went hungry or cold. I uh, am fed and warm. (laughs) (laughs) Tick and tick. Uh, <laughs> this bitch, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us. Do, how, <laughs> let's just let's not say what you do as as some kind of abstraction description. What have you been doing? Tell me about thirty thirty, twenty twenty, thirty thirty, thirty thirty. I made a dance solo. It's called 3030. It is called, not was, it still is called 3030. Um, I love it. I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> the trailer was great. The tra- that sound is so good. Matt made the sound. Good. It's actually so good. I sometimes <laughs> just listen to it. It's actually really great. Key moments include um, the sound on my eye roll. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah that's that really in. good. And then the ticking clock, yeah, but the ticking is the not to our speed of actual a watch. It's to the speed of the rhythm of your dancing because you change time. Good one. <laughs> I didn't even have to tell you. To t- I said, I want clocks in there. <laughs> and you just did that, basically. It's really good. Isn't it also your approach to not let things be just good? Well, it is an attempt at an ultimate solo. Nice. Um, and actually, when I re-listened to my 2016 version of my 2016 discussion with you, I was trying to, ma- at that time, I was trying to make an ultimate dance solo, and I realized that now I'm making attempts. Ah, nice. Okay, so in 20, you had presented a solo at mm-hmm. Shopfront, and it had a breaking section in it. <laughs> I'm still trying. And then in 2020, <laughs> oh, you yeah. managed to get a section choreographed on uh-huh. you by one of Australia's leading b-boys, Nick right. Power. I didn't even put that together. That so happened. You have a, a much more ultimate breaking section in your 30-30 work. Oh, it's actually... <laughs> <laughs> it's actually... Uh, yeah, it's to the point where breaking. Nick's partner saw your dancing and said that she could see him in you. Yes. Damn. I know. I mean, that's my job in that moment. That's true. Okay. To do that. Do you know what is your job in all the other moments of that hour-long work? Yes. 
<laughs> what are some of those jobs? Um, my job is to stay true to the intention of what it is, of the task. I see. And the task is to fulfill a wish. The task is to fulfill a wish, to give everything I have to that wish in that moment. 30 different wishes from... People. About your birthday. Um, they were for my birthday. I see. Yeah. But they're kind of for your life. Yeah, actually. <laughs> but I definitely did clock something when I was re-listening to the 2016 podcast we did. Yes. About how I really thought there was only going to be... I was really trying to make an ultimate solo and I quickly realised... Not quickly, but now... Yes. I realise they are attempts. How many attempts do you think that you'll be interested in making? Like, are you chasing satiation or are you... Is there something else? I I think something I actually enjoy now about it is that it is insatiable. Mm, nice. <laughs> that wasn't there something. I love for you insatiable. Yeah, who yeah, is it? I can't remember. No. Mel B. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, right, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I can't, that's what, it's insatiable. 90s, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoy, because a task. Ah, nice. Okay, it's the beginning. It's the it's an it's, it's how a, to begin. Yeah, it's a provocation to make an ultimate dance solo, okay. as opposed to this is the task. Oh, to complete and to move complete. On yeah. To. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, good one. Because the value is in how to begin. Yeah, yeah. it's a starting point and a. It's like a, not a goalpost, but it's a direction. It's a guiding light. It's a guide. It's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is the Nazareth star? Yes. In the sky. <laughs> okay. And then you didn't get to present it. I didn't get to present 3030. No. Thanks to lockdowns. Yep. Dur- on the week of. Yes. Almost the day of actually. <laughs> Almost the, the day, day of. The day of premiere. Yep. Almost. Okay. And then what journey have you been on with the work since then? Um, it's actually maybe, it, it's that funny thing, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, <laughs> where it's so clear where at the time it seemed like it was a big deal. It was pretty rough, but actually it's like another provocation because... I guess I could have just presented the same thing, you know, a year later and been like, oh, yep, okay, five, six, seven, eight, hit play, do the same show. Yeah. But because we're trying to make an ultimate dance solo, right. Matt Cornell. Yes. How could I? How dare I? Um, and I also was like, I'm not afraid to try again. <laughs> you know, that's part of it, like... I'm not afraid to try again and to make it different. And I don't think you should hold on to things mm. as they were, as they are, mm. all Try- those and things. And trying again isn't starting again. No. No. <laughs> and because I'm like, I love the idea. I still, when I rethink 
every time I talk about 3030 or write about it or, you know, whatever, I'm like, I still love, I really, I actually really love the provocation of it being 31 minute solos, one 30 minute solo, mm. all based on these tasks, wishes mm. that were given to me for my birthday. And it was a marker of like me turning 30. Like it was what I wanted to do for my 30th birthday. And it's so funny because again, when I re-listened to our first podcast, I talk about how I hate being in the studio alone. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then here you are. I'm like, give me two weeks by myself <laughs> in a please, studio. At yeah. a ballet studio. Yes. From my house. Please. Okay. How did, so people sent through wishes and they were a, from a line to a paragraph to a page. Yeah of text in English and then you made dancing. Yeah. How? Um, so they weren't just random for 3030. They yeah. weren't random. Actually for 3031, they weren't random questions either. So for 3030, I asked what is, what are three things that yeah. you wish for me? Describe your ultimate birthday party and describe your ultimate birthday cake. Mm. And I guess they were quite specific because I guess the cake had a sense of quality. It was about, you know, things that were spongy, gooey, creamy. Um, yeah, that, which is a certain movement quality. Um, you know, baked cheesecake was one of them, my favourite. <laughs> which you fulfilled. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> yes, literally. Okay. Um the three what are three things you want me to achieve this year were quite specific in mm. like they were tasks like things I could actually almost tick off, and then the ultimate birthday party was kind of about setting a mood. Nice. So they were quite intentional. Okay. So they were quite easy to make dances out of. I okay. think. But I also chose what I was making dramaturgically in a way like they're not just thirty wishes that are cake wishes. No. Yes. They're they're a mix okay. of the. A thing because they're revealed actually uh, to the audience. The uh, audience finds out okay. what I'm dancing, yep. what wishes I'm dancing. Uh, and tell me about the other decisions that are more in your control about costume and sound and light and staging and team. And <laughs> in our first podcast, you basically pitch being a team <laughs> to you kind of in oh, a way shit. you're like well you need a team yeah it sounds like you need a team yeah you literally i think you say maybe that exact i think you exactly say that but didn't i say that to you about your breaking solo as well probably i was like you know should just ask nick maybe i don't know but you never wished it for me I'm more of an action person. I make connections. Mm -hmm. Make things happen. Well, that's what they became. They became actions. Mm. Wishes. They weren't just wishes. I willed them Ah. in a way. Wish, will, dance. Yeah. Okay, costume. What did you ask? Costume. It was my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so basically you were like... uh, um, who am I thinking of? Elton John. Like, you wanted to go right to the end of the showcase, Diamantes, Feathers. Yeah, it was still my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> like, you had to turn up and know that it was my birthday. Yeah, nice. Besides, you know, yes, I know I'm the only person dancing on stage for an hour, <laughs> in case it wasn't clear. But there was, like, yeah, tinsel, and it was like a party outfit. It was nice. celebratory nice. for half of it. Yeah. And the other half was, like 
gear I would just dance in. Mm. Branded gear. <laughs> you know, that I would dance in, as in my own personal branding. Do you feel like it, if COVID didn't shut you down on the day of your premiere, that you would have felt as if your performance that night was the performance of an ultimate solo? No. No. Okay. But I only know this in hindsight. Yes. yes. Okay. So what tell talk to us now about the journey from 3030 30, into ne- 31 um apart from just aging <laughs> a year has <laughs> gone by <laughs> um yeah i felt like i it would definitely have been remiss of me to do the same thing again mm. like that is not so what was the process of development or was it just that you kept thinking and you thought other things or or did you end up having a different relationship with the things that existed that you made Mm, good questions that's all i have (laughs) um well i at first thought i was just going to remake 30 30 start again well add on one minute Oh, remember okay, this yeah, whole yeah. discussion where I was just going to add 30, like 3030 was going to exist and I was just going to add on a minute. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I started thinking about, okay, if I was just, if I ran 3030, the whole 60 minutes and what is this 61st minute? Yes. I had, I was thinking a lot about that. What is that one minute? Yes. And then when I revisited 3030 and looked at the wishes that I'd received, I loved that they were kind of like a time capsule. Like they spoke of a certain time and some of the things are not even possible in the world right now. Things like travel, things like, um, oh my goodness, actually quite a few things. Um, At one point, you know, singing in a choir isn't allowed and that was a wish. Yeah. Um, so it, I really enjoyed how it was a time capsule of a certain time, not just of my life, but of the world. Mm. And so I was like, oh, I just can't do the same thing. Like this exists for then. So then what, what do I do? <laughs> and so, um, I was like, okay, thirty thirty one should be a new solo for the world in a way. And what is, what is the one? What is that one? What is that? Either if it's a minute... I mean, it's a movie by Jet Li. It's called The One. I think you've said this to yeah. me. Just because he collapses down all of the alternate versions of himself mm. into just one. One. And mm. then it is ultimate because there's, there's no other alternates. Yes. And I kind of love that when you have to reduce it to just one, it somehow becomes penultimate. Like oh, it is like yeah. The One. Okay. Um, That's but, a lot of pressure on one minute of dancing. Well, now it's 31 minutes. <laughs> I still I make choices. Yes, good um, one. That's what a choreographer's job is. You have to, it's still, could it be ultimate in one minute? I don't think so. I don't think so. How long does it take to get to space from blasting off? I have no idea. Do you know? You probably know. Probably under a minute. I mean, that's quite okay. ultimate. There is this phrase that you have to pay back a debt gravity to be able to leave. Gravity. Yeah. Mm. There, there's a, 
and I like the idea that you've made a contract or something mm-hmm. with the gravity well of Earth, <laughs> <laughs> and, it won't, and you can't indebted. leave it, you pay it back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel indebted to gravity. How could I you get in a groove? Gravity. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's the top five things do that I, you love. Do I say gravity as much as I say embodiment? Probably. I don't more. know. Yeah, you you you're a fan of gravity. Yeah. yeah. That's why I want to go to space and make this... Space dance. Space dance in zero gravity because it seems so unable. It's ultimate. It's, it's Would it be ultimate? It would probably be very frustrating. Okay. Sometimes ultimate is frustrating. How do you deal with frustration? Um, you'd be better. Wow. You do something new. You don't keep doing the how, same. yeah, you, what you've always been okay. doing. Because frust- being frustrated is where you cannot proceed yes, or progress. No. And so you need to sidestep or. Yes. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So 3031. Yes. Is going to be another ultimate solo. Another attempt. And another two weeks in the studio alone. Yeah, three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bigger. Better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Where at? Ready made. Oh, well, nice. Yeah. Yep. So we should come and see it. Oh, yeah, date? that's rehearsal. Oh, that's rehearsal. That's rehearsal. Okay. It's going to be at SCAC again. Great. Which is appropriate, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it's more like the last one was a dry run, test run. Yeah, but, and that's the thing that I, which I also really love about this series, this body of work. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Body of the A side and B side? Is it like an A side and B side? Maybe. Is it? Because to me, B sides are where, are what the, 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 hmm. You can, I, I, Maybe you can only listen to an A-side so many times. It's, uh-huh. it's meant to be good the first time, but maybe not the 101st time, uh-huh. the 61st time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But the B-side, it maybe is not good until the 61st time. That sometimes uh-huh. is the case where you put, you put music immediately ready to... The, immediately sw- uh, swallowable. Uh-huh. Digestible. Digestible, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I just thought of that then. Maybe it is an A side and B side, these yeah. two things, yeah. because I've. What I love now is that they really do sit in relationship to each other. Are you going to do them back to back in the evening? Not in October. No, okay. But ultimately, <laughs> the ultimate version would yeah. be the double bill. Okay, 30 30 into 30 into, 31. Yeah. Ultimate version would be 30 30. There's a half hour break. Yeah. Party. At the very, well, more of a party. Party yeah. that we can now join in on. Yes. And then you come back into the theatre and see 3031 post-party. I was scrolling reels on Instagram, uh-huh. as is a guilty pleasure of mine that I try and kick the habit of. And you came up <laughs> oh, no. doing like hopscotch in the street. Oh, yeah. Like just on what I thought was random reels of no one I'd ever meet. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was last Friday. Wow. Does that, hopscotch. Does that speak to how you move through the world? Um, I love that you call that hopscotch. And I think it was like, do something, like do some dancing. And, <laughs> and you're like, I saw I think if you're hopping in the street. It's hopscotching. Yeah. Well, how do I get through life? What? Dancing in oh. the street. <laughs> 
Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Do I? I don't know. I like that they sit. They have that they they make each other more ultimate. Nice. Yeah, which I think is really nice that you can't have 3031 without 3030 and what 3030 is supports what 3031 is. Do you think that 3031 though is some kind of revelation retrospective? Um do, like do you look at 3030 and th- think of things a little bit like not not nostalgically almost naively or no a little bit are they that separate to you the world's changed yeah the world has really changed Mm. the world is so different um do i look at it naively or as if you were as if that show was naive compared to this show or or your original, no. like, would you consider doing a triple bill where you do your ultimate solo, then into thirty thirty, then into thirty thirty one? But they are all attempts at ultimate solo. That's what I mean. But what yeah. was the title of the first ultimate oh, solo? Not anything that she's <laughs> worth mentioning. <laughs> oh my you god! Know what I, mean, though. I know what you mean. I don't. Because now you have a relationship with that initial attempt that maybe is no longer in your road train of trailers. Uh-huh, You've uh-huh. decoupled uh-huh. that one. Whereas yeah, yeah, you yeah. haven't decoupled the 30 No. But that was a, that's, it happened because it was a response. It had to, 30, 30 and 30, 31. Right. That more, wasn't. It's more of a B-double where you got the truck and the half trailer and then the full trailer. Okay. Do you know about this? No. So you see a prime mover like Kenworth or whatever. <laughs> Matt's telling <laughs> everyone this right now. We're and all then, getting an education. Then you've got, uh, it's like a two trailers behind there, but one is only half as long. And then the last trailer, which is full size, hooks onto the back half of the first trailer. It's called a B double, an AB double. I think it's also, okay. I also think it's important that I have already done an ultimate solo when I was seven. There's another this is solo. A f- quad. Build. At the moment. Wow. But you've decoupled that as well. That's why, because you're talking about this is a response. 30, this, 30, 30, yeah, this okay. is relational. So I've... What are the politics of it? What are you problematizing? Choreography. Yeah. A. Because <laughs> um, I know it's a party. Yes. But the power of the party is what you're leveraging. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, hot tip. Just make anything your birthday party. <laughs> okay, problematizing choreography as choreography? in like choreographic institutions and systems mm, or like... Um, how the, we present choreography. Ooh, what nice. is what what uh-huh. is choreography, uh-huh, maybe? Nice. And like where it's done and which bodies get paid to do it or not. Neither of those things. Just uh, more like the form. Yeah? Yeah. Would you agree? Knowing uh, the work, uh, kind of? What would I think? I think it's... Without giving too much away. Quite often, <laughs> I actually more feel like you're celebrating a previously not considered version of whatever it is, this thing, rather than problematizing a current understood entity. Celebrating. You're saying, I'm doing this, and I'm going to call it that. Yeah, 
so that you'll come and see this that I do, which is not that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Try <laughs> not to give anything I know, away. it's very hard, isn't it? I think, so, yeah, there are questions maybe, maybe not problems, nice. maybe. Maybe yes. it's, I'm, I'm definitely... Questions. I'm like poking a stick at... Did you have questions in, your, in our last podcast discussion? Maybe. And have they carried over? Maybe you have more questions now. Maybe articulated. Maybe. I can't remember. Choreography? Okay. Um the thing is I never intended to problematize anything. Except choreography, actually. That was my one thing that I had a big question about. And then all these wishes that I received became more than what I had intended. Yes. They were they were commentary about my age, more so than what I was intending to put in my age. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They were comments about who I am culturally, more uh-huh. than what I intended. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. You know, You're like, about I de- it. I'm, a, I'm an expert at the form. I deal with the yes, form. Yes, I, I deal with the form. I deal with dancing. And expand this Yes. Form. And these people <laughs> <laughs> are sending me in wishes about like... That what I should do with my body, oh. actually. Oh. You know this. That's, that's the opposite of the choreographer's uh, power. The choreographer yeah. decides what to do with their body. Yeah. So that I never, I literally was like, it's 31-minute solos and one 30-minute solo. That's all I ever said. And it's my birthday and this wow. I'm doing it because it's my birthday. Yeah. And let's all celebrate that. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> I never, ever said this is a story. This is a dance There's about. some also about the power of a body in rapture. I'm not saying that you were dancing in rapture. I'm saying that there's a pressure to achieve rapture to experience and celebrate a birthday, especially Uh a birthday like a 30th. Uh Ah, yep. Uh, 29, 29 is just not the same. No. Yeah. (laughs) 29, 29. It's so much unfulfilled. I know. Not arriving. You should have just waited. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Tell me about how you expand choreography. Generally, mm. oh, so what is your method, your choreographic method for expanding choreography? Oh. Because I know it sounds like a lot of your methods so far have been about expanding the initiation point of, or the framing of, or the author oh, of. Okay. And actually, what is the method to make curry that is dope? Good curry. Oh my gosh, this is tricky. <laughs> curry that's good enough to put on stage. <sighs> That you have to have a feeling for because when we did GIF of Dance... My favourite project ever. I'd like that officially on the record. <laughs> In five years' time when I do my third podcast, I want to remember that. And we would have done many GIFs of Dance. I hope. Yeah. I hope so. But we, it was one of our non-negotiables that this has to be yes, good, good enough, enough to, to put, put on, on stage. stage if we're going to call it a dance and text it to people as a GIF. As a show. As a show. As a full-blown show. So what is that feeling and how do you get to that feeling? In Like how do you make choreography that achieves, arrives, satiates, um, fulfills? I think it was in the choreographer's handbook maybe. Great. One thing that I really liked about, oh, God, I'm just about to like totally not say it, what it was which is also in the spirit of the choreographer's handbook, <laughs> um, you know, that anyone doing, anyone in doing, oh gosh, anyone enjoying what they do and doing it skillfully will look nice. 
you know. And yeah. so I think you have to enjoy what you do and do it skillfully. That's the part that's good enough to be on stage. Yeah, nice. You're paying me because I'm a dancer. Yeah. So I better <laughs> use <laughs> my technique. <laughs> I better look like I've been yeah. trained. Um, but and then enjoy also doing it, you, I guess. You, you drop a dope rap that you wrote. Oh, yes. That was a wish. Yeah. For, some, for me to rap. Yeah. Yeah. So there's also a flexing of skill there and a delivery of it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's ultimate. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's meant to be ultimate. Okay. We can come back to 3031 okay. and 3030. Okay. And <laughs> the other one you didn't have a name for from five years ago and, the, and that you didn't want to say. And the other one you didn't want to say the name from from when you were seven. Oh, that was just a dance solo. What was your outfit? Oh, it was a yellow leotard. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't a lobster or anything. No, like not a chicken. <laughs> yeah. Dinosaur. Can we talk about... You being not in the studio alone for Come Knit the Sun Down? Yes. I wasn't even in a studio. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Also obsessed because with this, this work. also had iterations from the last podcast to now. Oh, it didn't even exist in the last podcast. Mm. Mm. At all. You dreamt it up. You imagined it into the world. Yes. Embroiled others. Yes. Then, <laughs> then got more skillful at what you were trying to do. Yes. And had to teach them. Yes. Then got more practiced at talking about it. Yes. And we will continue that now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is all correct. Um, what do you want to know about it? I want to know... Oh, I love this project. I actually really... I also love this project. <laughs> As in, I'm constantly inspired by it. And every time I even just think about it or rewrite it or look at the images, I go, wow, I actually really believe in this work. Tell me about the power of Come Knit the Sun Down. Oh. Come, I also really, this is, I'm not answering your question. Maybe it, it does matter. answer your no. question. What is, say something interesting and say it skillfully. Oh, gosh. <laughs> do it well. Do and enjoy saying it. Do it well, it. yeah, and then it'll um, be great. I love that it's really, really different to 3030. It's nothing like... No. It's it. not a continuation it's in nothing. the road train. No, no, it's totally separate. Um, like, I don't even know if you would see this work and th- know that it's mine. The <laughs> no, mm. like, I don't even think... And that's why I think I wanted to think about what are the similarities because it's almost when I... I don't really have... Thinking of those collection of works they're not really like cohesive. <laughs> so I was trying to think of what actually is the similarity between all of them. You. I guess so. For now, maybe. Tell me, I, I want to, can you just first paint the picture of the logistics of people yes. who come and see Come Knit the Sundown? Come Knit the Sundown is a large scale durational work that uses a hundred takes up more space than a stage and Correct. it lasts for longer than an hour. Yes. Okay. Um, it, practically, it uses 170 metres at the moment. That was the biggest so number. So an Olympic swimming pool is 100? 100. Okay, but an average like uh, swim, public swimming pool is, is 50. like 50. Correct. So it's four times that. Correct. Wow. It's long, 170 metres of calico, 90 centimetres wide. Calico is cotton? A, yep, a yep. cotton. Um, that's kind of like a beige colour, I, I specifically... Undyed? Yeah, undyed calico. Um, and Come Knit the Sundown uses knitting techniques, yeah. knitting knits. But at a large scale. At a large scale. Um, to, that is 
constructed and deconstructed over time. So the actual fabric looks different, does different things, and I use dancers mm. to do those things. It's, it's part it sculptural, s- part... That's what I was going to say. Is it yeah. soft sculpture or is it actually chore- deep, like firmly choreographic in that you're leading our eye to movement and form? I think at certain times, mm. so it's partly sculptural, it's partly choreographic, it's partly, um, oh, there's one more thing that I can't even think of right now, but I guess just Design visual art, art yeah, maybe, um, but at different times, even though all three things are constantly at work, at different times, one has priority over the other. They're always at play, but at times, it actually is... Yeah, no, I get yeah. you. You're not fighting it. it nothing's fighting. No. Nothing's being undermined because everything takes its solo. Yeah. And shines. Yeah. And then supports the Correct. other things when it's not that moment. Yeah, it's Jeez. all going to be all of those things. And just at times, what is important right now is actually the sculpture that we're making. Mm. And it's less... As the priority. Less like you're making a shape, like when you play with um, threads on your fingers. Yes. what that's called. Um, where you like you make a teacup or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's less that you're knitting a shape for people to look at. It's more like you have an action of how to make a small knit at the full body scale. Correct. And then across uh, an outdoor environment scale. Correct. And then there's also that form within the other forms. Yeah. The, the world. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the bodies that are there that have made it happen, that are now also providing the context of it. Yes. It's really putting something at a human scale. Yes. Of time as well as of yes. the material. Um, but it's not Art Attack. It's not like the set of Art Attack. No. No, it's not giant erasers and shit. No. No. At all. No. <laughs> it's not novelty. No. It's not at all either. It's very... Um, yeah, it's not novelty sized. <laughs> like, I love how novelty sized things can be bite sized. Yes, You're as like, well. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, it is, again, it just, it actually came up one day because I was knitting, because I knit. And I was literally looking at the stitches and I was like, this is a choreographic task. You just do the same thing over and over again, it's repetitive. And one one version loops this way, the other version loops that way. Mm, That's like when all we it is. Duet. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, intuitions are opposite. <laughs> opposite. <laughs> opposite. Okay. Um so I was like, this is a choreographic task and it just was like, um Yeah. How first the first development that I did was purely just to see if it was possible to do choreographically. That was it. I had no, again, a kind of choreographic provocation in a way mm. where I just wanted to see if it was actually possible to do mm. to do with bodies. I didn't know what it was about, what it was for. I just wanted to see if it could mm. be done. Tell me about music. There's do you none. imagine any? No. No, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I basically had no music during the last time I did it, the last development, which is also very opposite to me. Costuming? I'm considering costumes, yes. Cast? Yes, I have considered cast. (laughs) 
<laughs> what were your considerations oh. about the cast? Um, my consideration for the cast was that they all had to be women. That was it, basically, because I guess it comes from... After I did the first development and realised it could be done, um, that it was physically possible to make choreography that made giant knitting, essentially, I... When I started to think about what the work is, like what actually is it? What is it saying? What could it? How could it be read? Yeah, what can it do? What can it do? Nice. Um, the thing about it is that knitting, as an example, not even as the example, knitting, <laughs> knitting has a really long protest history for women, um, where women and needle art, needle craft, essentially. A, firstly, that's the thing. Up until this very day, there's a lot of um, ways that women have used knitting to make change. Um, and it is this kind of funny thing where it's often done by women, mostly, at home and alone. And so it was something about how I... It was about turning what is private into what is public, like women's business, women's labour, women's efforts, that's usually at home coming out into the forefront and it being something that also involves a lot of strength, community, a lot of nurture, care, effort. And I wanted that in the public space and I just, it was a very clear decision, basically. <laughs> yeah, what is private and alone and done at home being public together outside. Mm -hmm. So the knitting is the thing that's private done at home alone. Yes. Is it, are there other things that are private and done at home alone that you want to be inferred or that you want people to think about all the other things that are, that happen in this space that aren't, that aren't public? Are, are there other things you want to bring out into the public as like in the viewing of it in, in, yeah. Maybe. Mm. I also, one thing I talk about in the last, I talked about in the last development to my collaborators was that I wasn't, I'm also not trying to overload it with too many things. Oh, let it be. Yeah. Wow. Because. Your 40 year old self is going to listen to this and be like, yes, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, let's just keep it clear that we're, yeah, we're knitting large scale. I've already made like, yeah, already. I'm also not trying to overcomplicate it and not trying to be like, I really want people to see and feel X, Y, Z. Like, it's yeah. even just a win when people see it and they're like, oh, what are you doing? And we're like, we're knitting, actually. Like, you know, I get so much joy out of that. It's nice. like knitting can be cool and done in this way. And but also, yes, there are a large group of women. Yep. Working together. In the public eye. Yes. Working. Very, I feel very strongly about yes. that word. Um, but you're not wearing high creatively. and things like well, that. Well, this is, it's not going to be high vis, but now for the next kind of, when I do it again, my next consideration will be how are we identified as workers? Or that we are working, that this art process is us at work. A, I have a proposition. Yeah. You could just all get paid. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the difference between at-home labour and 
being a worker, like having a job. Yes. Someone is legitimizing. I would like to be effort. clear that everyone was paid. I know, I know, I know. But I know. But oh my god! To make it public. Yes, we are <laughs> getting get paid. Overpaid. Show up in your Bentley or something. Um. It's, it's just, it just seems like such yeah. a defining feature to me. Yeah, totally. But as well, I am conscious it is performance. Correct. So there does need to... I, I feel like there needs to be a costuming aspect. Yes. And also because it is participatory well, cons- that you need to identify who is... Who can help. Uh, who nice. is yeah. the person that you yeah. can go to. How are we different to yes. everyone else? Because there's aesthetic concerns. Yes. Because you want to craft the craft yes <laughs> craft work <laughs> yes <laughs> when you tour to germany it'll just be craft. called craft work yes basically um and actually this again is maybe really different to how i have worked before but also the kind of ethos perhaps of the like i'm that it is a work that neutralizes everyone in a way. Like everyone, I, in the process, I talk. Oh, not. What am I saying? That when I was watching it the first time, at times it often looked like boating, like these like big rope boating yes, team, where someone is just standing there, but really they're waiting the whole motherfucker down. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? They are yeah. pivotal in balancing this, yeah. and then there's other people just pulling that's all they need to do there's other people steering like that's what i read a lot of in when i saw it that it was very boat like yeah yeah it's like the cement mixer versus the cake mixer it's the same thing (laughs) it's just bigger yeah i guess so and the knitting versus the boating the knots the knots this the The, action the full body weight yeah the yeah. yeah, everything. It had this very boating. So it is a neutralizer. Like you look like you're just standing there, but actually you're like the post right now. Yeah, like right. we could not do this without yeah. every single member. Yeah, Everyone has a very specific role. So I looked at really defining what each of those roles are. Nice. I thought about what are we called? Yeah. Like are we called crewmates like on a boat? Are we called? I don't know. But anyway, it doesn't either. need to be answered. But in that, what I'm saying about being paid is that I very intentionally paid people a certain way through this process as well because I wanted it to be embedded in the whole project that everyone was paid the same rate in proportion to how many hours they worked Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to me, even myself, you know, having like the the lead artist fee, you know. Yeah, no, 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 (laughs) like this is my project. No, it was all respective. I really wanted it to be actually in the ethos of the work i'm thinking about when i've seen braided rope for nautical application and the spools dancing around each other in Mm -hmm. the mechanized setup and that that's exactly what happens at a maypole dance Mm -hmm. and that the thread ends up braided around the pole yep and the thing that makes the maypole dance a dance rather than a, a threading nautical exercise of creating rope is something about the skipping uh-huh. or something. Uh-huh. So The up and down. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you go over, I yeah, go under. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I wonder about the the visual aesthetics are very clear. I wonder about the kinesthetics, the movement language mm-hmm. that people are no, probably not skipping around doing mm-hmm. these knots. They're, it's very much seems laborious or pedestrian. Yeah, and that's the choreography. Yeah. Yeah. They are intentional choices. Everything is a very functional movement. Yeah. Nothing, um, there's no fluff. You know, like there's no... Um, fluff is that marshmallow kind of like thing that you can buy in a bucket at stores. <laughs> it's like a marshmallow spread. They call yeah, it fluff. Yeah, right. It's an American thing. Okay. You sounds great. <laughs> Keen. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But uh, but yeah. that is the choreography, okay. that it is very functional. Okay. Um, yeah, we're not like skipping when there's no skip. They're bodies that have grown up in like a ang- Anglo-Australia version of what is a rest state or whatever. Like yes. nobody's popping a squat to rest. No. Because that's not no. what those bodies grew up doing. Correct. So their functionality still is within uh, multiple choice. (laughs) Yes. I thought about this a lot. Not a lot. A decent amount. (laughs) I didn't lose sleep over it. But I I just reflected, re-evaluated on why I have chosen dancers to work on this and not just like laborers, like street, you know, cement pourers, you know, because it is quite... It's particular. Yeah, and it, like the movement isn't, it is intentionally made to be accessible by people. Uh-huh. So anyone could do it, but I was like, okay, then why have I chosen oh, dancers to do it? Very skilled, trained. Yeah, very skilled, aware. trained. Okay. And I was like, because actually I am asking quite a big task of the performer. Okay. When you do the work, yeah. it's a lot. We're out in the sun. <laughs> for maybe seven hours, lifting 170 metres, pulling it through. Did you weigh it? I, when I packed it up oh, to yeah, bring it back. To fly it down. Yeah, with my own luggage, like yeah. which was very little. I yeah. didn't even have – I had, like, one jumper. Okay. <laughs> didn't even have a pair of jeans, like, nothing. <laughs> it was close to 40 kilos. Okay. And then that – yeah, then there's other bodies on that that gives tension Correct. to that. Correct. Okay. It's getting dirty. People are ra- like, at times we were carrying the whole thing one at a time. Wow. Yeah, like it, there. It's. I'm asking a lot of the performer. I feel very mm. aware of that. I'm asking a task. Mm. That's why I've chosen people who would be up for the challenge, and I feel like they are dancers. Yeah, they know how to work. <laughs> yeah, they know how to work hard. And in that saying that, I'm in there too because of this approach of equality and fi- I want to know what it's like and I'm not just going to sit back with my iced coffee <laughs> watch you do it like but what kind of iced coffee would it be oh Vietnamese oh, delicious yeah, no. <laughs> it's not like some brand it's no, like, no, no it's lots like, of condensed milk cultural style yeah, yeah. Nice. uh okay so we've only spoken about two of your works but out of them and out of any others what is your biggest hope for the effort of all of the refining and the clawing closer to the ultimate and the uh, 
developing of the aesthetic and kinesthetic and the language and also I because I understand that first of all it's just a question like what is the ultimate solo mm. or can I do this knit mm. at a full body scale mm. but beyond that you, you've answered that question yeah and so Tick-tick. now what is the hope about making this shows and having people watch it and you being in them and this is a really good question. Mm. Why am I doing this? Why? <laughs> um, what do you hope? Oh, yeah, good diversion. Yeah, but what, like, you know, GIF of dance, which I feel is ultimate. I do. You know this. I say this to you all the time. It is so ultimate. It's probably why I enjoy it so much. I love I could talk a whole podcast <laughs> on why I think GIF of Dance is ultimate. Um, but, like, yeah, what's your hope for people when they get that? Why? Why are you doing it? Um, I think most of my projects probably have the shape that they have because I wasn't very effective at... Th- Securing resources <laughs> uh-huh. from gatekeepers. Uh-huh. And GIF of Dance undermines that slightly. It, it's another one in uh-huh. a series of projects that have the shape they have because of, of mm, just not getting a commission Yep. to put a work on stage. Yep. Uh, but then the politics play into it of me wanting to say that I don't think that everything is dance or that Uh everything is dancing. Uh And I don't think that um, the context or the medium that is transmitted at should define the legitimacy or validity or quality of the dancing Uh and the choreographic uh, rigor, interest, development, research. Uh But (laughs) it does. It seems to. Uh Uh-huh. The, the same sparkling water uh-huh. is $15 somewhere and $2 somewhere else uh-huh. um, because the context. Uh-huh. So GIF of dance at the same time as saying we can make very, very good dance that doesn't that, that is good regardless of not being in a theatre uh-huh. but is also not busking. No. Because that's its own art. Yes. That contemporary dance should not try and be involved with it. Yes. Because the priorities are different. The yes. audience needs are different. Yeah. So I can make this very good and you don't have to be winning at the current capitalist system. Yes, to get to it. To be able to get it. Yeah. You don't even have to have a phone from the last five years. You need to have some kind of phone. <laughs> but it's actually a very dis- – it's, it's like a – decision these days to not have a phone yes um and you don't a have mobile to, yeah a mobile a phone. smartphone yeah, yeah <laughs> at least Any, like a, a phone from coles would, i mean would still get the gif correct and i'm also like if you were really anti-phone you could come watch us make it correct a lot of people watch <laughs> us make it you could actually come so there's also that to the rehearsal and, to the yeah and that um that you don't have to just because the job that you have doesn't make a lot of money, so you can't afford to live close to a cultural centre. Correct. Doesn't mean doesn't mean that you can't you engage in what I am trying to contribute to as high culture. 
Yes. Because these are different things as well. Yes. I'm never going to presume that there is no class structure. There definitely is. Yes. And that shouldn't undermine people's um, feeling of legitimacy to engage in any of the cultural outputs of any of those. But shit, dance is one of the most expensive things to make. And that's just because you've got to pay people. And uh, luckily in Australia, people get paid. get paid well and there's laws around it. And it's yes. one of the things that I think about not calling it a dance industry is because there are unions for industries. Yes. And we have to rely on a visual art union. Yes. That means that's an industry and we are in a, some kind of sector. <laughs> yeah. Community, friend okay. circle. Yes, yeah, sector. It's just us and our mates. Really. <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, everyone at rehearsal. We're sorry. still friends. My hope. <laughs> yeah, what's your hope? My hope is to work with inspiring people, to be inspired, to make work to get involved choreographic work that pushes what what is considered when people think about choreography and to make it as to make it if it is in any way exclusive it should only be exclusive because you're not interested correct it should not in any way be logistically exclusive because we've yeah, I don't care yeah. if you don't want it. Yeah, then yeah, that's yeah. fine. But if you but wanna, if you want it and you can't yeah. afford it, then that's a failing on behalf of the artists and the institutions yes. that's supposed to support that artist. Yes. Okay. That's yes. my hope for that one work. Correct. But say dancing with, dance together. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dancing is in a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, yes. Dance t- together was that exactly what you said quoted from Choreographer's Handbook. Which is very uh-huh. skilled people doing something, enjoying, enjoying doing something they're very good at. Yeah. Which I think was this version of dancing together. Danced. Danced. <laughs> that, that you emerge on the other end having danced together. And then yeah. that is the transcendent. Viewing, being, that is to push back against spectator identity. Uh-huh. If I was going to say it's political, but actually it's I wanted to pay people to dancers do, do good to dancing. dance rather than to rehearse. Yes, nice. Yeah, That's I only good. just worked that out. Thanks, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. This is shit. why we talk about shit. Um, What's I your knew, hope? I knew mm. that you would inspire my thoughts as you answered. So I have just thought about how, say, an audience for Come Near the Sundown and the audience for the 30... 30, the, the 30, 30 series, <laughs> the A side, B side, ultimate birthday. Yeah, yeah. they're two. They're for different people. Totally different. Totally different people. Yeah. Like coming at the sundown, I will. It will always and forever be free in the outdoor yeah. space. Yeah. Um, you stumble upon it. You stumble upon it. You, you should it, correct. Is, yeah. You want to join in? Join in. Yeah. I've made it so you can join in in yeah. multiple ways. You have questions? Ask us. Absolutely, we're yeah. right here. <laughs> we're <people. laughs> yes, yeah. really doing the thing. 3030 is for a very specific audience. I'm challenging something that you need to already have a language or knowledge about. High culture. (sighs) (laughs) What's a better word than that? I would just say (sighs) specific because there's heaps of shit I don't know. I can't get into because I don't know the rules. You have to have a legibility. Legibility. Nice. You need oh, to literacy. read literacy. Oh, Not. Nice. I have to be legible for you to be literate about it. <laughs> yes. The goal is that I'm. I'm like. 
<laughs> Do you want to pause and say <laughs> no, hello? Fine. You can though. Okay, I We've will. actually We're just, just ran into friends. She was just paused. <laughs> what were we talking about? I don't know. We were talking about why. <gasps> oh gosh. And I was talking about how they're for different audiences, yeah. the works. Yeah. And that you need I need to be legible so you can be literate. Yeah, nice. And vice versa. Correct. Like I need to have put in the effort to be literate so that what it is that you're offering is legible to me. Correct. What am I hoping for? That was the question. Yeah. Why what am I doing hope? that? What's your biggest hope? I don't really know, hmm. but maybe I do know. Um, you don't know in the way that you think it will present itself or you have a feeling and you need to articulate it into words? On the most basic instant response is that this is my job. <laughs> and I want to keep working. <laughs> and this is what I want to do as my job. Like this is the way I think I bring value to the world. Like, is that what people do for their jobs? Like, this is what they want, how they want to spend their time. This is how people choose to spend their time. This is how I've chosen to spend my time. Um, yeah, I, that's, I think it's my job. Nice. Like it's no longer a hobby for you and I <laughs> we've definitely we've gone beyond hobby yeah um but that doesn't mean I do it without all of the warm and fuzzy things because it's my <laughs> job you know I still do it with a lot of like care and consideration and big hopes for the world and mm. provocations and hopes for shift mm. things like that what do you want to shift in the world Um, I really enjoy things that have multiple access points, mm. things that people can get on board with in more than one way. Mm. So as an example, like 30, 30 and 30, 31, you can come because you love me and it's my birthday. Mm. Actually, why else would you come? <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like you can you even come just... Because you'd love to see someone who's good at dancing dancing that choreography. you're either good you're either enjoying the dancing yeah. you're just enjoying that i'm celebrating my dancing you're either there because you get on board with whatever you sent in a wish i don't maybe know. you're a fan of corinne maybe you're a fan of corinne the composer maybe you know so multiple access points maybe you just want to take someone out on a date yeah please <laughs> come this seems like a fun show yeah, yeah. it is a fun show um, I don't. I never really intend. Like mm. it was always just thirty-one minute solos, one thirty-minute solo. Mm. We're knitting outside, and mm. I don't know. People just put those <laughs> intentions. They write, they write wishes, yeah, yeah that are of a certain. In a in a bid to understand why you would take such action, they project upon you a series of values, or agendas or whatever that you actually don't have no you're curious or you're interested or you're 
I really didn't expect wishes. They made it about my age. Mm. You know, they made it about where people should be, where I'm 30, when you're 30 or whatever. Um, and then it didn't even change for 3031. It was still the same. But you changed the question for 3031. Yeah, what is your one wish now? Wow. Did you find that was a really different response? More considered because it was one or less? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. I had someone tell me that they missed the deadline in a way <laughs> because they were too concerned with what the one was. Oh, nice. Um, it was also anonymous this time. I don't know who sent in what. Ooh, yeah. So that was different. Um, and that's why I couldn't believe when people's one wish, like, what is your one wish now? And for it to still be get pregnant, I just was like, if you could only wish one thing for one person ever in the whole world. Yeah. You know, and things like that, like, again, these wishes made it more about my gender, my ethnicity, my really those my age more so Your political currency my political currency Fuck. more so than what i ever would have intended it to be like as an example i always love this example for 3030 <laughs> i got so many wishes for me to have a baby and only one related to money as an example mm. and the one that was related to money wasn't even like get rich or die trying it just said <laughs> <laughs> it just said for financial freedom oh, yeah. and it was worded so nicely but i was like i can't believe i got so many wishes that were like just get knocked up mm. one wish said join a choir get a tattoo get pregnant um but mm -hmm. yeah so for it to be this kind of folk like that and then only one about like my financial independence as an example so what people put on me was almost more important and what I chose to portray, like exhibit mm. was more than what I intended. Also limiting? Yeah, I could only dance those wishes. <laughs> no, I guess I'm thinking about what people imagine for you is more limited than what you imagine for yourself. Yeah, maybe. What do you think are things that people don't realize about you? <laughs> what do you think? You didn't realise a lot about me. I still am realising. <laughs> um, I'm still in the rapture of realisation. <laughs> but it is my... One of my addictions is epiphany, so I like to okay. realise. You like surprises. Uh, I, I like things to come together. Like Kronk in Empress New Groove. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah. It's all coming together. What... What do people not realise about me? Mm. What do I think people don't realise about me? Mm. Um, when you and I did that, ran that workshop class about collaboration a couple of months ago, a few months ago, and I'd never said this before out loud about how I was like, you know, you're going to spend your whole career convincing people that you're that your idea is good, that you're the right person, that this offering to this task is a good offer. Mm. Um, I never really thought about that, and it's kind of true. 
not even it's kind of true. It is true. You will spend your whole career, a lot of your career convincing people. Um, I don't think people realize, I mean, you didn't realize that maybe even at one stage where I'm like, I promise I'm really good in the studio. You told me <laughs> I am excellent to have in the room. And How I- bold, the audacity. <laughs> wow. Who says that? And then the following week, Naharika became Who unavailable for my project. <sighs> and... I then emailed you and said, I hear, hear that you're excellent to have in the room. Because I had heard. From me. Yeah, from you. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, that's so bold. Oh, my gosh. So, I, I don't... I don't. But I wouldn't have realized if no. you didn't tell me. Yeah. So, well. I wonder what are the other things that people are not realizing about you. Once Benji and I were talking about first dates and Benji was like, you know, when I want a first date, like invest in me on my first date, like on our first date. Like don't just, you know. Feel the waters. No. It was like, no, don't just be like, yeah, let's go for coffee. Like take me on a first date. Like (laughs) I will be worth it, you know. Okay. Um, And maybe it's the same kind of vibe. Like I really... I I always really, really try to work really, really hard. And I really appreciate, I think, when people... You know, I even think about, like, Belvoir and just choreographing the stuff on at Belvoir. And, like... The Cherry Orchard. The Cherry Orchard. Yeah. You were the lead um, choreographer. Yeah, the choreographer. And, <laughs> yes. And how actually bold that was. I don't actually have, like, a choreographic credit to my name at all. Now you do. Now I do. That's the one. And for someone, for Eamon to be like, yeah, okay, after one meeting. Like we had, we spoke for 20 minutes, if that. Maybe you spoke to a lot of other people. Raina told me the other day that I, employing her to do GIF of dance was the first job, was the first time someone had employed her to do dancing. Yeah, probably. And that also happens. That happens to all of us. Yes. I was thinking about it the other day because most of us are still at a point at when that happens where we probably would still have done it without the employment. Yes. Like someone's decided to pay us when they didn't have to and then that has legitimised us into professionhood. Yes. And so there's a collaboration of validity or legitimacy or something. I don't know. That's not in line with the question it was just a thought that I had <clears throat> I yeah I think the first yeah 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 I think what am I saying I don't know what do people I don't know I think people don't realise a lot like what are you what, <laughs> like, what? like how good you are to have in the room I tell them don't worry <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, I you, guess so. What What are you still realizing? So many things. Oh my goodness! That pause was because I was like, "How do I Inundated. begin?" Yeah, it was Swamped. like a download of all of these things about how to work <sighs> or about how you want to. I'm still learning and realizing things that I enjoy, things that I like, things Mm. that you enjoy change all the time, Mm. you know, like 
things that I don't know, things I want to learn about, things that I'm inspired by, um, ideas that I wish I had come up with. (laughs) Any epiphanies that you want to share with us or any words to live by or, you know, wisdom, (laughs) wisdom for the young men. Um, wisdom. Or just things that you do that you think is important to do. Like you will not show up to a rehearsal without snacks (laughs) to share. Yes. Especially on the first day. (laughs) Yes. I always try to bring something. Maybe you won't bring more on the fourth day if there's still some from the first three days that you brought some. Yes. So there's things like that, like just there's built into your character. Yes. And then you're surprised when other people don't, don't. operate like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nobody else brought snacks? Okay. Um, this happened after a show the other night that I saw that Olivia Hadley was in. Uh-huh. And then I, we all went to meet up afterwards at a venue. And I arrived early and I knew the bar was closing. So uh-huh. I ordered pizzas for everybody. Matt, what a flex. <laughs> I did feel like a flex. Wow. And then, you okay. know, I thought, I was like... This is exactly what my mum would do. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> because she would have thought, oh, we're all going to be here. And hungry. And the window's going to be closed. Yeah, nice. Yeah. What a flex. But I guess things like that, where you're like, oh, this is how it should run. Like, we should get to know the people we're working with. We <laughs> through food, through <laughs> eating. <laughs> yes, agreed. Mm. Um, yeah, I... What do I... You'll, expect. you'll text me tomorrow. And yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I'll have a list of things. Oh, my God. Yeah, what do you expect? What's an expectation that it's one probably, should live up to? It's probably not a useful expectation, but I always expect people are going to be as invested as I am. They should be. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's hard. It's a hard standard, but I do think that that should be a, that's a fair expectation of equality. Yes. Yeah. Um... I ex, I do expect snacks. <laughs> I do kind of expect to be mm. fed in some way, catered, catered a little bit. But I also take responsibility for being fed. Mm. I have not only did I have snacks, I also had my own personal snacks, <laughs> like snacks for everyone and extra snacks for me. Wow. Um. You expect people to take their shoes off. When they enter a studio. I do, yes. Yeah, or your home. I expect them... um, I love... It's not an expectation, but I enjoy when time is spent productively as opposed to, like, we said we would work till six, so let's work till six even though there's nothing happening for two hours. I understand. You want to uh, spend, not waste. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm real happy to spend those calories, but I don't want to waste them. I'm real happy to spend yeah. that time, but I don't want to waste it. Yeah. I'm real happy to spend my investment in you on our first date, but I don't want to yeah. waste it. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, I'd much rather work for shorter hours and work well than, like, just being like, oh, we're going to work till six and just suffer through it. <laughs> suffering. Suffer through the I'm last not down hour for suffering. and a half. 
Everybody knows nothing happens in that last... <laughs> From 4.30 to From, 6. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> nothing happens. Um. No, no lie. That's the truth. Um, what I hope people realise, because I think I have um, a varied and diverse set of like experiences and skills and interests that I hope people don't realize that they're separate. They're not separate. Mm. That I see it really holistically mm. and as part of the whole thing that that's not something like, like my, one of my biggest fears was when I went back to uni last year and started law that people were thinking I was going to be a lawyer. Fools. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How dare they? Um, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't tell anyone because they're going to think that I, that means I want to be a lawyer. And I'm like, no, I actually, this is completely related to my arts This is practice. a way for me to learn things that I want to learn. Yeah. Okay. And feed into other things. And like, this is just a massive interrogation of concept as is what I mostly enjoy about projects I work on. A massive interrogation of concept. Yes. My favourite. I love that shit. Mm. <laughs> and this is no different. It is an overarching umbrella thing. Don't, please do not be like, oh, <laughs> separate. Mm. Is there anything that I haven't asked you? <laughs> That you want to talk about? Oh, gosh. Also, if it bubbles up, we can just start pressing record. We can just press record again. Nothing, really. I was thinking recently about um, how I think you just... This is not a new thought. You've probably thought this a million times about, like... um, because I was knitting something that I wasn't and I had to undo it a lot of times and restart and undo and restart and because I similarly I consider knitting as part of my practice um not separate (laughs) it's a part of it um and I was like okay yeah this undoing redoing and that time and I was like I consider this part of my practice because it is part of my practice because this is me being comfortable with failure and I think a lot of you have to be okay you have to be comfortable in failing and retrying and have the literacy to be able to hold in your mind the thing that you're attempting while you undo everything that you've Correct. already done and try again and try again and also just because you're undoing yes how you've affected a material doesn't mean that you're undoing what doing that thing has been doing to Correct. you. Correct. Yes. Um, so I've just been thinking about that, about people who don't practice failing regularly. You have to practice failing, like so that you're comfortable with failing and doing that. Um, you practice failing by trying something that you're not sure if you're ready to try. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, not just being shit. No, 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 no. Reaching beyond. Yeah, that's something that I've been rethinking, like just reminding myself of lately that it's important to fail at things. What else do you want to ask me about? I don't know. Let's leave it there for now and come okay. back if things bubble up that you want to mention. Okay, great. Five years later. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Ellie.